There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Spill the Tea. I'm entering life 2.0. One day at a time, one snack at a time. You're not in battle with your body. Your body wants you to be healthy. You can do You can. <laughs> I'm excited. I mean, I'm excited every week. Every week is my new favorite week. It's a whole new week and tweak week seven. I'm joined, of course, with the group manager, Kim. Hello. Hello. I'm excited <laughs> this week, too. And I don't know if it's our morning, like all our conversations we've had this morning, or if it's just where we're at in the program or if it's our guests, but I'm definitely feeling it today, too. Yeah. I mean, how can we not talk about Dr. Beverly? If you have not caught the conversation, watched it, uh, if you're a member of the group or listen to it over on our podcast, run, don't walk, listen to that conversation. This, this added conversation of the psychology behind weight loss. I mean, I just, I can't with it. So good. Yeah. There's, uh, yeah, I can't even, I don't even know what to say. I don't need to say anything. It speaks for itself, right? Yes, go go listen. Um, I'm looking forward to today's guest, uh, Jason Markle Penny, um, down 35 pro- pounds, his first program. Um, he has diabetes. He's been able to reduce some of his medications. His doctor thinks that he's able, he might be able to get off them altogether. Um, I mentioned to talk to him, but first let's talk about where people are at this week with week seven. So we are feeding the metabolism. So these past few days, bring it back to satisfaction. And then tomorrow, I guess we're, we're introducing the splitting up the meals and snacks part. So how are people feeling about it? What are, what are our topics that we're talking about today? Well, topics definitely feeding the metabolism. That's a big one on everyone's mind. Um, you know, we're going to start this tweak on Thursday, but we are going to talk a little bit more about it tomorrow, but just like a little bit of a preview today for everyone. Um, also the weekends, we're at the point, you know, we're halfway through the program and I think mm. people are starting to discover what kind of or reflect on what kind of impact weekends are having on their progress and yeah. maybe their momentum in the program. Yeah. And then goal setting there, you know, uh, goal setting both ways. Some people are feeling like they maybe shot a little bit too low with their goal because they're seeing some movement. They think they can do more. They don't want to, you know, set themselves up for not making it. But at the same time, they want to be, you know, have something to drive towards. But then there's other people who are looking at that calendar and doing the math and worried that they might not reach the goal they had. So those are those are kind of the big things on everyone's mind and what we're going to talk about this this week. I'm interested in the goal setting one because we had an interesting conversation with Dr. Beverly about that, about setting the bar too high. But let's start with the feeding the metabolism tweak because that's the tweak this week. Like you said, we're going to be introducing that tomorrow. Um, But, you know, how are people feeling about it? I think uh, in general, like there's mixed mixed feelings about it. Returning members are, I think, more and more, um, they start out feeling like this is something they are not looking forward to because it seems overwhelming. But then when they come back, I've heard from time and time again from the members when I chat with them, that it becomes their favorite tweak. Yes. So it is, um, you wish that you could bottle up that for the new people and offer it to them for the new people at how great this tweak is. Yes. I feel like that about the whole program. If you could just bottle out the vibe and how you feel at the end and somehow show that to our new members. This is the, this is a week that sometimes people get angry. They're just like, I can't do this now. I have time and whatever. It's like, it's a few days, you know, it's a few days and you learn so much from it. And I think that's the beauty of the Facebook support groups. If people do, do have access to them. And I see that because a lot of people don't get into our programs because they sell out and they're just listening, they're reading the book and they're just listening to our podcast. But when you're in the group, you have an opportunity to read the comments of our returning members. And uh, the new members are like, you know, feel ways about it, maybe unsure about it. I'm going to eat even more often and I don't have time for this. And it kind of is inconvenient. And then the returning members, like you said, are like, oh, I love this week. This is such a great week, 
especially if you feel like your body didn't connect to downsizing. Like downsizing is our weakest tweak. It's not the, the, the best tool in the bunch. And so I love this tweak because it gets even more in tune with your portions. Plus is that this is where you start to understand how, you know, your protein and fat feed into your satiety hormones. And you literally take the same portions that you have been eating, split them in two. And then chances are after you eat that first portion and you wait that 20, 30 minutes until you eat the second, you're not even hungry for it. I mean, sometimes you are, you know, and you still want to have those token amounts, but it's really mind blowing how you see if you just give your body a little bit of time to start to process and digest your foods, you know, it's just, I I, I think it's so fascinating. Yeah. And I think I feel like we're taking, it's almost like taking downsizing one step further and that you yeah. downsize that portion. Although we don't, when you're downsizing, cut it in half, like we do with this tweak, mm-hmm. but then it forces you to think about how you're feeling afterwards. Whereas, you know, with downsizing, you eat that downsized portion and you move on because you're going to have the next meal and it's the end. But this is really like, did I really, like, how am I feeling? How has this affected me? How do I feel? And, you know, you wait that 30 minutes in between 20, 30 minutes. And you're, I feel like I'm constantly, the odd time I completely forget I need to eat another portion of it. But for the most part, I'm really like conscious, okay, it's been 10 minutes. How am I feeling? It's been 15 minutes. Do I need more? Like, oh, I'm starting to feel like I'm satisfied. That means I had too much. And I think people overthink the implementing of it and don't think enough about what happens in between in that half hour. Yes, what you can learn from it, right? That's what it's about. And I love how you're talking about building on the downsizing because it's also psychological, right? Where you take people who try not to eat all day long and now they have to eat. Like at the end of this tweak, you're going to be like, yeah, I don't want to eat. Like I, I'm exhausted. I'm tired. And, and if it's, if it just the thought of eating more often is exhausting, it's because it is exhausting. Yeah. And, and in one sense, it's exhausting because you're making your body work so hard. And in another sense, it's exhausting to your concept to think about it and you actually have to follow through and eat. When let's face it, so many of our members have spent so many years trying not to eat. So if you can imagine how that fucks with your head and it's meant to. It's yeah. meant to. That's when I, when I talking about approaching weight loss from a variety of different angles, this is what I'm talking about. You know, how that it's, a, it's the same thing, but different and how your thoughts and feels and how you're reacting to it is so, it's, it's so different than from downsizing. It is. And I think it's also, it's very uncomfortable for a lot of people in a, mm. different ways than downsizing is uncomfortable. And I think, you know, maybe, some people are more comfortable with downsizing because like, as you said before, it is more like a regular diet. This is, this is uncomfortable, but I think, you know, anything when you're implementing change, you're making changes. That's the first thing you think about is like, Oh, what if, Oh, this is going to mean this. You're thinking of like the work it's going to create the discomfort, what other people are going to think about. And I know that is on some members' minds, like, Oh, I'm going out for dinner. What are people going to say? And I'm like, I don't know. Are you doing this for them? Or are you doing this for you? Like you shouldn't have to explain yourself to them. If you're making change and other people are uncomfortable with it, that means that you're growing and they may need to as well. So it's just, yeah, you gotta be, you gotta be willing to do this for yourself. And, you know, I think a lot of people right away, they look at as an expectation that we have of them. None of this is us, our expectation expectations of members. This is all stuff you should want to do for yourself. Yes. Yes. Let me say it again. (laughs) Yes. So so I would imagine same old things like, can I switch up the order? And that's really important. If you haven't caught on by now that everything is for a rhyme and a reason, one week leads into the next, leads into the next. Like if there was a better, faster, quicker way, I would be letting people know. It's like, I think sometimes they think I'm trying to prevent them from reaching their goals. When I, if you, I, I, this is tried and true and tested and all of that. So you don't want to be switching up the orders. It's off the heels of downsizing, bringing back to satisfaction action, resetting everything, you know, then splitting up those same meals and snacks of portions that you've been bringing back to satisfaction and you're in tune with, you know? Um, so you can't, you, you, you can't mess up the order. It's not going to work that way. Some people are like, well, it's the weekend. I won't be able to, you know, split up all of my meals and snacks. You, if you just kept doing the basics and you're focusing on maximizing at this point, seven weeks in, let me make it very clear 
you should still expect the scale to move. You are still doing a lot with maximizing, even with following the basic food plan, asking those four questions and eating dissatisfaction. This is just a way to take it to a whole other level and kind of keep things moving forward and progressing. So even if you can only split up one more meal or snack or two, eat two more times often than you're used to. And even if you can't, there's a lot to be learned in knowing what you are to do and what you can't do and why you can't do it. Well, because I'm so busy at work, I don't have time. Okay. So what about trying to make time for yourself where there's a will, there's a way. I mean, I've worked with pilots and doctors and teachers and shift workers and you name it. I've worked with them. We're talking about a few days, you know, eat your food and then say you got to go to the bathroom, you know, 30 minutes later and eat the rest on the way to the bathroom. Like, you know, where there's a will, there's a way, but you need to know some people will be able to split up all their meals and snacks and just go crazy on this tweak. And some people will only be able to split up maybe their breakfast, maybe their dinner, maybe one or two of their snacks. And that's okay. Because again, at week seven, even if you did the basics along with maximizing and all the things you're doing so much, you should still expect the scale to be moving at this point. Yes. And that's exactly it. It's, you know, um, make a plan for yourself to really nail those meals you can split, like breakfast, for example, give yourself that extra time in the morning. Does this mean you might need to set your alarm for a half an hour earlier to get your breakfast split up? It's for four days. Like you can do anything for four days. And, um, you know, same thing with dinner. You're out for dinner with friends, pause eating your dinner. Look at your watch have a conversation with them, sip on your wine. If you're having wine, if the waiter comes, just say, oh, I'm just digesting and I'm thinking about it. Like make a plan for yourself and how you can do what you can for the meals that you can. And then if you happen to be at work and you can't do it because you only have a 15 minute break to eat your lunch, maybe that's the meal that you don't do that day because it time doesn't allow, but do what you can. Don't give up on the whole day just because you can't split one meal or snack. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm laughing at the the lingering dinner because Tony and I are the worst. Like we'll go out and we eat, we get in, we get out, and then we leave. And I'm like, other people are like lingering over their wine and chatting or whatever. And and um, we're supposed to take them out for for his dad, his parents for Father's Day, and it's like a, a big course thing. It's supposed to be like three or four hours, and we're just like, how, how are we going to do that? We're just sit there the whole time. But you'll notice when you do those long, if you've gone to one of those long, um, like tasting menus or whatever, the portion are small, right? And that time that goes in between, it's almost like you get full because your body starts, it's sort of very similar where you're sitting there, your body's digesting your food. So you're noticing like, if you just give it time, you're not actually as hungry as you thought you were, you know, you don't need as much as you feel you need. Anything else with this tweak um, that we need to talk about? No, I don't think so. I think, you know, like you just basically nailed it when you said like, if you, you might not be only be able to do one, you might, some people yeah. are going to do all of them, like just make an effort to do something for yourself in these four days. And, yeah. you know, and, and you'll get as long as you're maximizing, you're going to be fine. Um, just two questions that come up to mind that always pop is the dinner. Like people are like, should I split my meal if it's going to have me eating too late? So if that's the case, I'd probably, you know, just be in tune with, just eat to satisfaction or just enough. So when you walk away, you're feeling satisfied. Maybe don't split dinner. If you get home late and you eat at nine, it means that you're eating at nine 30. Maybe don't yeah. worry about splitting that. The other yeah. one is people worried about, um, like if I'm splitting up my meals and I'm not as hungry for the second portion, do I have to worry about getting all my vegetables in? Cause vegetables are the star of the show. So the the concept is you're taking exactly what you're eating or the same portions. You're not even thinking about it now, right? You are just preparing your meals. you got the star of the meal and you're just kind of eating and eating just enough. So you're not thinking about leaving this or leaving that or eating this or eating that. So we don't want to overcomplicate things. So this is where you, you, you make the same meal and you simply split it in two or you take the protein when and where you can. We don't want people doing weird shit like picking out the the protein in their salads or like, you know, in the soup or the beans, whatever, like if, and when you can separate the proteins, you can also the leafy greens and, and, and fat can go either way, eat that first. And then maybe, you know, you may be left with a big, you know, plate of vegetables. If you're not hungry, you're still going to eat a token amount in which you can have some of those veggies, you know, at the end of the day. So don't overcomplicate it by what you're leaving or what you need to eat or anything like that. We want this to be more of an organic process where you're more in 
in tune. And and technically, I mean, chances are on that second portion, you, we want you, not chances are, but we want you to eat instinctually what's most appealing. And chances are whatever's most appealing is what your body needs. So maybe it'll be vegetables one time or, you know, whatever, whatever that is. So I think yeah, that's there, and yeah, there's, like you said, definitely a, a benefit to doing what you can when you're looking at that and taking it to the next level. It's, no. I think a big takeaway for members is it's not always going to be possible to take it to that next level. It You're not failing if you have an egg and you don't know how to separate the carb. You just split that egg in half. Or if you normally have two eggs for breakfast, have one and then have the other one. Like you're, if there's certain times when you're not going to be able to and it's, you're not a failure if you can't, yes. and it's easy and you're able to. And, yeah. um, you know, maybe you think about things you're having to make it easier. I do that sometimes when I'm not sure what to have. I literally will grab my protein out of the fridge. I will grab leftover meat and eat it out of the fridge. I'll worry about the other half of my meal after and then go back 30 minutes and grab that. I mean, I know it's not the ideal approach because I should be putting the plate together at the beginning, but some days that's all I have the capacity for because I'm yeah. in a rush. And if that means the difference in me being able to split and not, then that can make all the difference. Finally, we should talk about that time. So ideally 30 minutes, 15, 20 is fine. You know, I wouldn't go longer than an hour because then that's just eating your next meal or snack coming down the pipeline. So, you know, ideally 30 minutes, if it's 15, 20, give or take, that's okay too. Um, I wouldn't go any longer than the 30 minutes though, 30, 40, because then you're just, you might as well be having your next meal or snack. So that, that timing is, it's flexible, but also pretty specific. Yeah. And we will have okay. more information coming tomorrow. There is a post for yeah. it tomorrow and- Great. We purposely put it out on Wednesday because we don't start till Thursday with the uh, splitting of the meals. So that way, you know, we don't have too many people jumping ahead and trying to do it for too many days in a row. Yes, because, you know, people like to jump ahead. Um, okay, what's next? What are we talking about next? Weekends? Weekends, weekends? weekends, yeah. And I mean, I think this leads into it. Um, what you're doing, people like right away, weekends, I'm busy. I have plans. I, you know, I don't, don't know if I'm going to be able to split my meals. We have a wedding to go to. Like, it's people are... I think social activities are opening up because of the summer. People are doing more things like weddings and, you know, Father's Day is coming up this weekend. There's a lot of people that have plans. You know, you can still make a plan for yourself to keep it together when you can on the weekends mm-hmm. and choose when you're having that, those indulgences. But you really want to think about how you're going to feel on Monday yeah. after you make the choices that you make. I, uh, I experience with this with clients all the time. Like I, I love if you're making a conscious choice to indulge. Life is too short. I am going to indulge. I'm going to, but then understand it may affect the timeline of when you reach your goal. The problem that I have is that I'm eating this. I'm choosing that I'm doing this and then getting on the scale on Monday and then ragging on yourself or coming into the group being like, what do I need to do? And why is my weight up? And this isn't working for me. And you know full well that you, you know, drank three bottles of wine, ate chips, did this, did that, didn't do anything, you know, or we're, we're seeing people, I saw people in the group panicking, like, oh, I've, you know, I gained six pounds on the weekend and I, you know, back to the beginning. I'm like, what the actual F? Like, no, what? Like, yeah. no, you didn't. You, you can't gain six pounds in a day. It's impossible. So, I mean, Think of like legit, think about how you want to feel on Monday before you find yourself in the midst of the weekend. You know, it just came to my kids, right? Like, so homework, for example, you know, what if your kid's like, oh, it's the weekend. I don't want to do my homework. I'm too, you know what I mean? It's fine. And then, you know, then they panic going to school on Monday because their work isn't done. Like, what would you say? You'd be like, you've got to make time. You know, if this is a goal that you want to accomplish, you're going to rag it on yourself on Monday where you're putting the pressure on yourself to lose a certain amount in a certain amount of time, then you should be showing up doing the things you need to do that meet, that match, right? Your actions should match the pressure you're putting on yourself or how you want to feel on Monday. So um, what's going to happen because we're in the middle part of the program and you'll hear me say we have a lot of time. I'm, well, there's always a lot of time because, you know, there's always a lot, a lot of time, but people are going to start feeling the crunch of the last four months, last four, four weeks, sorry, the program are really fascinating to me because you take the first four weeks of the program and everyone comes in guns blazing. I am going to lose all my weight in the first four weeks of the program. They have all these high expectations. And then when it comes to the same amount of time at the end of the program, it's like, what's the point? There's not enough time. Like they, the, the pressure of, I'm, I'm not going to reach my goal. Well, maybe you're not. 
but you're definitely not going to get any closer if you stop doing the things that you need to do to help you reach your goal. Like, yeah. So I think that you're going to, people are going to feel that time crunch of the last few weeks. And that's something to think about when you start adding up the weekends that you have left or until the end of the program, something to be said about momentum. You definitely don't have to be perfect, but you have to be mindful of how you're feeling on Monday. If you're in the moment on the weekend, making choices that you're going to rag on yourself that you made on Monday, you know, what, what do you, how do you want to feel on Monday? That's my thoughts. Yeah. And I think also, um, I think people should look at weekends as opportunities and Mm. weekend presents some extra opportunities for people, for example, that work Monday to Friday. And when we say weekends, for some people that weekend might be Thursday, Friday, or maybe Mm -hmm. they work four on, four off and it's their days off. So what constitutes as your weekend, um, you know, think about the opportunities on the weekend for you to make choices that make you feel better. So maybe you have a wedding to go to on Saturday night. That doesn't mean the whole weekend is a write-off. Like I'm not going to be able to eat. I'm not going to be able to get to bed early. I might not get all my water in and I might not be able to eat like following the plan with the protein, whatever. I'm going to enjoy Saturday night at this wedding. These people are not getting married again. This is like my once in a lifetime chance to celebrate them. I'm going to have fun. You know, what are you going to do with that day? That's going to be for you and to, Mm. to really honor you getting towards your goals. Maybe you go to bed early on Friday night. Maybe you go for a walk on Saturday morning to kind of get your day started, set some intentions, you know, maybe, oh, I should probably front load the day with some water because I don't want to be trying to hit the bathroom in the middle of the ceremony, you know, things like that. You think about the things you can do and it's not necessarily just a wedding, but anything that you plan, you got wine and you got a night out with the girls on Friday night, like Saturday morning, maybe, you know, sleep in. And go for a walk. For me, it's always going for a walk. That's me. I feel like if I actually get out for a walk in the morning, that's something that I've done for myself. So figure that's out your what day that is for you mm-hmm. that automatically like clicks in and this is this is benefiting me and be proud of that. Like get a little workout in, journal maybe, maybe, maybe it's sleeping in, maybe it's not getting up early and being productive. Maybe it's like I'm gonna stay in bed an extra couple hours because yeah. I stayed up late last night. Like Think of something yeah. else you can do that you can be proud of. So you yeah. look back on the weekend and you have something good to reflect on rather than yeah. being hard on yourself. I did this, but I also did this and this and this and this. Or to your point, okay, I have a wedding to go to tonight, but that doesn't mean that I start my day with pa- like chocolate chip pancakes yeah. and a donut because, you know, I can't, you know, I'm, I know I'm going to indulge tonight. So just let me just screw the whole day over, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You want to go into that event feeling good too. So yes. Yeah. yeah. And it's going to have less of an impact if you are, you know, staying on, on, you know, your meals and consistent through the day, you're not going to be bloated when you go in there. You're not going to be feeling, uh, and chances are you're probably going to look at, see if it's a buffet or something like that, you're going to be like, I feel really good in it right now. Do I actually want that? Or, you know, if you go to a restaurant, like yeah. you're looking at the menu and if you've been, had, you've been consistent all day and giving your body what it wants, I feel like for me, it's more apt to ask for what it needs than to ask for like fries. Like, oh, actually, I feel really good right now. And I kind of like this feeling. Do I want to eat a burger and have that sit in my stomach for the night? No. So yeah, it'll, it's momentum, right? Make choices that make you feel good. But you just said something really huge there because in asking these four questions, you know, how's this portion for me? How do I feel like going to eat it? When do I know I'm done? All of that. Week seven with where you're at, like ask yourself, like, I feel really good today. I could have the burger and fries and then say to yourself, not in your head, how would I feel? Cause yummy. I want that. Ask yourself in your belly, in your body. How would I feel if I ate all of that? Yeah. And you'll, you'll feel the heaviness of it. Your, your body will be like, no, thanks. Like that's not really what I want. Maybe yeah. you'll go for a steak with some vegetables. You know what I mean? Maybe it's, you want that red meat, but maybe it's something else. Or maybe you get the burger because you want a burger, but you wrap it in a lettuce leaf because you just the thought of eating the, the bun is just going to be heavy and sit in your guts like a big dough ball. Like yeah. you, you, people have the tools to do that and say, not just stop. Like, how's this going to make me feel at this point? That, Dr. Beverly, right? Like capture, yeah. you know, cancel, correct. Like, do I really want this 
thing I'm about to eat? Like, do I really want it? Or I just love the idea of it. You know, okay, I want the burger and fries. Do I really need the bun? Or can I compromise in a sense and have that lettuce, which I, I mean, I, you know, eat more of the meat, which is appealing to me and less of the bun, walk away feeling less full. You know, do I, do I really need the fries or can I have a burger and maybe add some vegetables on the side? You know, so people do have the tools to do that. Um, mindful of the time. Let's move into yes. goal setting. Goal, well, well I mean, own- did we cover that this weekend with, or this morning with Dr. Beverly? What a great conversation. I think for, for I think clarity, because she talked to the really interesting concept about the fact that people, so you know, when I say people just don't want to lose weight, they, they pile all this other stuff. When I lose weight, I, when I reach my goal, I'm going to this and I'm going to that. And I'm going to, so we have all of this pressure to not just lose your weight, but to do all these other things when you get there. And she was interesting because she was talking about sometimes people set the bar so high for themselves that they're just, it's not attainable. So it's got that all or nothing or people feel like they're feeling where so many people, and it's interesting because members do do it both ways. So many people got that, you know, I'm going to lose a hundred pounds. They X on the calendar. And then that last four weeks are stressing and, oh my God, I didn't lose weight here. So now I got to lose it there. Now I got to lose 15 million pounds at the end. And then we have members who are like, I need, you know, I, I would like to lose 60 pounds, but I'd be happy happy if I lose 20 and then they lose 20 and they're like, Oh my gosh, I lost 20. I guess I can go for more. So when you hear that all the time from our members where they underestimate their ability to reach like a goal that they would really like. So they choose a lower goal and then they hit that goal and then they change that goal and then they hit that goal and they change that goal. And you'll, you'll know towards the end of the program, we do have a lot of conversations about how do you know when you're done losing? Because we'll hear from members who are, you know, lost and they feel happy, they feel amazing. And they're like, I think I'm done, but I'm not sure I'm done. And ultimately, it always comes down to the same thing. They always say it's a feeling. It's not, it's never a number on the scale. Nobody we have ever had on in all the conversations in the past 19 groups has said, I knew I was done when I reached this number. They're all like, it was a feeling. I just knew that I was ready to go. So, I mean, goals are tricky. So do you underestimate your goals so you can, you know, easier achieve, easier, easier, that's the day I'm having, easier achieve your goal? (laughs) Or, Or do you set the bar high? I'm like, I think I'm more motivated by a set the bar high because, because I believe that a lot of times, like I have my dreams. It's not necessarily that I'm going to achieve those. It's my, it's where I'm the path I'm headed. Do you know what I mean? And maybe I won't do this. I won't do that, but I'm going to do my darndest and get as close to as I can. It's going to take me in that direction. I'm okay with setting the bar really high, but if someone is in here and setting the bar really high and they're feeling so much pressure or they don't feel like it's attainable, achievable, then maybe they need to adjust their goals. I don't know. What do you think? I, I, I think I agree. I think, you know, there's also a downfall to setting the bar too low because you, you know, maybe you don't push yourself. You don't, Mm. you know, you don't dare to challenge yourself. And I think maybe it goes a little bit more into thinking about where does that goal come from and how realistic is it and why you're setting it where you're setting it. Like, are you only setting your goal at 10 pounds because you think that's all you can do? And yeah. then you become, you become comfortable. You know, that's a word that we've been tossing around a lot the last week around here is comfortable, right? And if that's in your comfort zone, okay, 10 pounds is comfortable. I know I can lose that easily. It's going to yeah. give me that little boost. But then what do you do with that? Do you like, oh, I hit my 10 pound goal, bag of cheesies, open eat, like I hit my goal. Here's my reward. Like if that's how you react to those small goals, maybe that's not the goal for you. But if you have, and I agree though, if you do have that big goal, it's very easy to look at it and think that this is impossible. I'm never going to reach there. So maybe it's a combination where like, this is my goal. My ultimate goal is here. How do I break that down into digestible goals and many things? And how am I going to sort of manage my emotions and my feelings and my habits when I get to those little goals? Like, not yeah. off the rails because I lost 10. I may be looking to lose 50. I'm down pen, 10. I'm going to go off the rails a bit because I know what I'm doing now. Or, you know, yeah. you kind of have to have, it's almost like stairs maybe. Or it's like, what's the difference between your goals and your why? Like your why is like, why are you doing this? And like, maybe make your goal tangible. Like, what is it? What's the goal actually? Is it to 
reach a certain number or is it how you're going to feel? Because when you weighed that before you had ease of movement, you feel, you felt confident and comfortable in your skin. And, you know, it's this, it's this thing too, that's really interesting that that pressure that I'm talking about the end of the program, where if if someone that can't reach their goal, this isn't worth doing and they might as well give up. I'm like, that makes no fucking sense. Like, You're only going to reach your goal if you keep working towards your goal. And it's going to happen when it happens. It's going to take as long as it's going to take. And the more you're messing around and indulging on the weekends and not doing the things that you can do, the longer it's going to take you. It's like if you get in that car and you're driving to Disneyland and I want to get there and let's say it takes me a week to get there, right? Well, if I decide to stop every five minutes and, you know, go eat here and then go sightsee here and get in the car and then go visit my friend over here and then go stop and do this. And like, do you know what I mean? Like there are people who are going to drive all the way through and be like, I'm just going to go. I'm like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, my parents used to fly, go to Florida and they took like three days, I think. And they just drive. Like they didn't sleep over motels or hotels. They just took turns driving. Someone slept in the car, someone drove. Someone slept in the car, someone drove. That's going to get you there. But if you're the kind of person who wants to stop and sightsee along the way and have fun and indulge, which I absolutely respect, it's just going to take you a little bit longer. So there's having the goal. I don't know if it's the goal or the realistic timeline. That yeah. might be the issue, not the mm-hmm. goal, but the timeline that people are putting on that goal. And the the program is three months because... Three months is digestible. Three months, 12 weeks is enough time to make change. But most people need longer than that. Or for most people, even, and it could be, you know, 10 pounds can be just as hard and take just as long for someone else if they're messing around and doing this and doing that and do all these things as someone else who's got a hundred pounds to lose, you know, like it's really all, it's not just your goal. It's the timeline, I think. And that the time that you're willing to put into that goal and how consistent you are about reaching the goal. Cause everyone wants to say, well, I'm going to lose, am I going to be able to lose this much weight? in your program. And I'm like, I don't know. They're like, well, can you guarantee me that I'm going to be able to lose weight? I'm like, no. And they'll be like, what do you mean? Why would I sign up? Well, I mean, there's so many variables that I'm not guaranteeing nothing. You know, program works. Well, if it works, why won't you guarantee me? Well, geez, do you have an hour for me to explain why I won't guarantee? <laughs> yeah. Well, and just to your point about timeline too, I think a lot of people look at it at this point where we're at in week seven of the program and they, they do that math thing that, you know, we've talked about mm-hmm. before where, okay, we're at week seven, I've lost this much. Therefore I'm only going to lose this much before the end. And I think that doesn't work either way because some people lose a lot of the beginning. Some people lose more at the end. Yeah. You know, yes. body got going on with the momentum. And these are all things that need to be taken into consideration, especially yeah. when people ask what, how much weight can I lose? Like such a loaded question. We get asked that a lot in the group and yeah. just like, how, how do you answer that question when every body is so different? Yeah. Your goal almost should be your goal every day should be to show up and do your best. Yes. Make as many choices day to day that are going to get you closer to reaching your goal. And the more choices you make, probably the closer you're going to get there. Make a plan for yourself, you know, set your intentions, end of day reflections, prioritize yourself. I mean, the goal should almost be, I mean, I guess that's the beauty of intentions. And it's like, that's little mini goals that you're, you know, and all consistently you're doing the things that you need to do the sooner you're, because a lot of time comes back to the, the psychology of effort where a lot of times people are thinking about how bad they want it but they're not actually doing the things that they need to do to, no. to achieve it at the end of the day. Um, yeah. Speaking of timeframes, we got to go. I got to get um, Jason. <laughs> yes. <laughs> we need these shows to be three hours long. Um, so your goal is what you're comfortable with. Some people like to shoot for the stars. Some people like to underestimate. I think, you know, you, some people take a day by day approach, make your, your goal real, make it tangible, define it, you know, make a list of things that you could do to help you achieve it. I mean, you know, again, we do talk about the actual goal in terms of realistic, in terms of how much people yeah. can lose. So we have a whole post on this um, with my clients, any weight that you weighed after the age of 21, that you're fairly easily able to maintain is realistic for you. Um, you know, some people have feel like they've always been overweight. So there's no reason why you can't take your weight lower than it, than it ever was at the age of 21. Um, everyone's low. the body, human body is not meant to carry excess fat. So if you have excess fat, chances are you're going to be able to lose at the end of the day. Uh, tips for week seven. 
What do tips people need? For, I don't know. Tips for week seven. I shouldn't say, I don't know. I have lots of tips for week seven, but, <laughs> but to, I don't know. <laughs> to keep it concise, I would say for week seven, just do what you can. And I love what you just said about your goal should be doing everything yeah. to get you closer to that goal. So this week, really dig in for those four. It's only four days. And then you can go back to eating your six times a week after that. But, you know, just really dig into what you can and be proud of that. All right. Love it. Amazing. I'll see you next week. I'll see you next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Okay, super excited about this next guest, uh, Jason, uh, down 35 pounds in his first group. He's back. He's working towards another 30. Um, uh, There's a few things I want to chat with him about, including his thoughts on week seven. So let's bring him on now. A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Can we just talk about your before and after? Are you like that's only 30 something pounds? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. The, look at the size of the face in the before picture. I was like, oh, I was huge. Right? Are you working out? Are you working out while you're doing the program? I love how Jason is frozen with this big, massive smile on his face. Um, hopefully, he'll come back to us in a minute. Hello? Hello? <laughs> is it me? Can you guys see me? Or is it is Jason frozen for you guys, too? Love this smile. Jason, you're looking great. Yes. Uh, can you guys? <laughs> are you guys seeing Jason frozen, or is it just me? Hello. Welcome, Jason. Yes. Hello. Hello. Frozen. I'm okay. Okay. So it is Jason. So let me talk about Jason and hopefully we'll be able to bring him on. And uh, I'm not sure. Maybe my team will give me a heads up. I'm not sure. Um, but Jason, uh, my team is probably behind the scenes trying to figure out how to get him back on. Uh, we do do like technical, like we make sure technically everything is fine before we bring guests on, but sometimes things happen. So Jason, first group, um, 35 pounds down. He's uh, in the second group now, and he's on a mission to lose 30 more. So one of the big takeaways I love for Jason is that he originally signed up kind of to prove the program wrong. I believe his sister signed up and he kind of like hesitantly signed up. And of course he got into it. The other thing I want to talk to him about is that he was a real big app user. And it wasn't until one day he popped in and checked on the end of day reflections post. And he realized there was this whole amazing community um, here to support him. So he really kind of all of a sudden did this pivot and really got into the community itself. And then the other thing I want to talk to him about is the fact that he has diabetes and he has been able to reduce some of the medications that he's on. And even his doctor suggests that he may be able to get off of some of them. So I'm itching to talk to him about that. Jody is here. Here and Jody is saying, oh, Jason, Jason can't yeah. come on. Not seen him yet. No. Hopefully he comes if he's listening. What do you want? If he's listening, what do you want me to say? He's here. He's here. Hi. Ah! I, I, I don't know what happened. Modern technology. <laughs> I love it. That's all that matters. I just did. I did just your whole life story, basically. So. <laughs> I wish I heard it. <laughs> okay. So I'm sitting there. I'm like. No internet, no. And I'm looking over my my Wi-Fi's on. I don't know. Anyways, we're back. We're back. <laughs> I swear, te- technology just hates me. It's like I don't know. It just it's not my friend. Okay, Jason, let's talk about you. Hi, how are you? 
I'm fantastic. And I, it, it's been a long time since I've been able to say that. <laughs> oh, stop. I love yeah. that. No, 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 no. Not in a sad way. It's like for, for, I don't know, about five, six years has always been, how are you doing? I'm like, eh, man, whatever, you know, living yeah. the dream life, work, whatever. But uh, no, the last, since, since Christmas, just after Christmas, once, once I started getting into this, it was just like waking up and it's like, wow, how do I feel today? It's like, you know what? I feel fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. And the energy is there. Like, right. It feels amazing to feel good. Like the first time I saw you or heard your voice, I'm like, and I'm not going to lie. I'm like, okay, who's this crazy lady? She's got all this energy. She's way too bubbly. I can't believe it. And then after about the second week into this, I'm like, Hey, that's me. I got all this energy now. This is great. No one's going to believe it. How did you hear about the program? How, what got you into the program? Uh, well, the, the, the narrative I'm going with, and this is, this is 99% true is, um, I heard it through my sister. She told me about it. Uh, I joined up out of spite, just like, yeah, okay, sure. Another fad diet. I've tried a few and you go all in for a little while. And then as soon as you start choosing or cheating or whatever, boom, it all comes back and then you're done. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, I signed up. I was seeing her over Christmas. Like she leaves, lives a couple provinces away and I uh, hadn't seen her in a while. And I'm like, okay, sure. You know, at 75 bucks, I'll sign up and I'll probably never hear about it again. Right. Yeah. And then, uh, so she let me borrow the book. I looked at the book. I looked over the list. The, the grocery list was the big one. I'm like, I can eat that stuff. That, that, that stuff's pretty good. Right. That's yeah. better than eating takeout every night. Like I'm, I'm, I, I live alone. So it's easy to pick up a pizza or a burger on the way home, but but I'm like, okay, you know what? You used to cook. Start cooking again. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I thought I'd never hear about it again. And I started doing it. And then prep week came around. I was a little scared because there's no information until prep week. Uh, got the book and everything and started reading over it. And I'm like, yeah, I could do this. All right. And, and I'm the kind of guy that I get into it. I go all in. And that's exactly what I did. I dove in head first. I'm like, okay, snacks was the big thing for me. I'm like, I'm a habitual after dinner, watching the game snack guy. Mm-hmm. Got to have my chip, got to have my chocolate or whatever. And I know chocolate, uh, diabetic, horrible, but you know what? I was a horrible diabetic. I was, okay. I was the worst. I was diet Pepsi or sorry, diet Coke or chocolate here and there. And the doctor just kept giving me more pills. And it's like, yeah, you know what? You gotta, you gotta work out and lose weight. Yeah, of course. They always say that you can go it. You can go in there being in perfect health and he's still going to tell you to lose 20 pounds, right? That's, that's their job, right? Yeah. And yeah, I got into it. And the first week I'm like, okay, I can give up my snacks for a week. No problem. And I still had half a bag of Doritos, but I'm like, no, no, don't touch them. Don't touch them. And I think it was the third week of no snacks. And I could not believe this. I'm like, I'm not hungry for snacks. But then I started to realize I never was hungry for the snacks. I finished eating dinner at like 7.30. The game comes on at 8 or, or 7.38. And within a half hour, I'm grabbing the chips. And it's like, mm-hmm. I just ate. I'm not hungry. This is habit. Yeah. So right. I broke that habit. And thankfully, like th- this all helped. And like, I wasn't hungry. Half the time, I wasn't even really that hungry for dinner. But okay, you got to eat. You got to eat. So ate yeah. my ate my my usual amount. And wasn't ready for the snacks, didn't want the snacks. And then the weekend came, still didn't want the snacks. Home more, nope, still didn't want the snacks. And then I got to the point that I'm like, okay, that bag of Doritos is going in the garbage. And I, I really it's haven't looked back. It's probably still by then. It's probably still by then. Oh, it probably was, but it wouldn't have mattered. It was just the token of it's got to go in the garbage. They're done. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> So, so, so obviously you, you did really well with the program, um, down with 35 pounds. How much you lost in the first group? 35.2 pounds on the first, the first go. Okay. So obviously that was hugely successful. Do you remember week seven, the first time? Cause we're, we're here. We, you know, we have new members who are reading the information yeah. on week seven, putting up the meals and snacks or like, my goodness, how, what did you, what did you, do you remember what you thought when it came to week seven and sort of what was your process and how'd you navigate that? Uh, well, originally I was like, okay, how am I going to split everything up? I, I yeah. work at a structured environment where it's like, okay, you only have X number of times for breaks. Um, lunch was easy. Lunch was easy. I just had half my lunch right at the start. 
did my surfing on the phone and got outside or whatever. And it was no big deal. And then it's like, okay, well, yeah, it's been about 20 minutes or so. I got 10 minutes left of my lunch. And then that's when I'd reevaluate and go for the second half. And quite often ended up being, yeah, I'll eat about half of the second half. Right. Cause it's like, yeah, you know, yeah maybe my portions were too big, but yeah. they, they feel right at the time, but then it's like, okay, you split it up again and you get a little bit in your system. And it's like, yeah, I really don't need that much. Yes. And naturally, then they just started getting smaller, but not to the yeah. point of, okay, I'm not eating anything, but just comfortably, comfortably. And like, I'm, I'm even, even today at lunch, I'm like going for that last forkful. And it's like, no, I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. Bringing awareness to it. Bringing awareness to it. What was your favorite week? What? Did you have a favorite week? Uh, the downsizing was good. I liked that. And this one, the, the, the tweak of the maximizing, I love the maximizing. Once I got into it, took me a couple yeah. days, but yeah, it got me into it. Cause it's like, yeah, it's like took that extra time in the morning. And like, I usually eat lunch, uh, eat breakfast as I get to work or just on the drive to work. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, well bring, bring my boiled egg eggs with me in the car. Right. No problem. Have one. And then, okay. Half hour later, do I want the second one? Well, no, but okay, well, have have a few bites anyways, right? And yeah, just realizing how how spaced out stuff could be and how how much you don't really need. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's really mind-blowing for people too, right? And I think that's where the other diets fail. They're so restrictive from the get. Not just physically is that difficult in terms of being hungry, but mentally it's hard to wrap your head around that. I want to talk about, um, you let, you, you were using our app. You like the app? Yes. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. You love the app. Hearing that. So there's a story my team was talking about how you were mostly using the app for a bit and then you decided to pop into the group to see the end of day reflections post. And then you were surprised to see the community engagement. Can you talk a bit about that? Cause I think that's so interesting because our community is amazing. And I think there's so much to be said about being part of it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I popped in one night and cause I, on the Facebook, it's like, okay, here's all these posts. And I'm like, I just read all these posts. I just did all these posts on the app. So instead yeah. of trying to, instead of trying to tick them off on Facebook, I'm like, okay, well, well, what's this latest one? The latest one is the end of day reflections. And uh, I looked at it and I read a few and I'm like, wow, everyone's so positive on this site. Like everyone's cool. I'm like, all right. So I, I put mine in there. just like, oh, I can't even remember what it was, but it was something simple. Like, Hey, it was a good day. And once I understood what NSV meant, I'm like, oh, here's one because it was, um, it was a, a rep who came in, hadn't seen me in months and he smacked me in where my belly was. And he said, whoa, buddy, you're doing good here. Like you're looking great. Good, good for you. And that was yeah. the first real one. And I'm like, yeah, cause everyone else sees you day to day and they don't really notice it or they're afraid to say anything. Uh, but then my coworkers were like, yeah, you know what, dude, like your, your pants are a little saggy. Your, your, your shirt's not sticking out as much as it was. And so I, I put that on there and like, I had so many people just saying, yeah, that's a great NSV. And all these other comments and I'm then I started reading other people's comments and passing on my positivity because I'm like yeah you know what and some of the some of the questions I'm like okay well I don't want to answer some of these questions because I'm like well that's what your job is and your people's job is but then I'm like well I know the answer to that here you go right so I would be like okay well whatever I can't remember what it was but it was something simple like I don't know, like, like, what do you consider this? Or what do you consider, is this a leafy green or not? I'm like, well, to actually consider both. And here's a copy of the, the grocery list. I'm like, oh, cool. I didn't have that before. It's like, well, it's yeah. all online, but here you go. Yeah. But no, yeah. love the positivity. And I'm just, everyone's got everybody's back. It's great. Well, speaking of, people are talking about now, I'm reading the comments about your positivity and how positive you are and their whole, your whole attitude and being all in. And that's not an easy thing to do. Yeah, you look great, Jason. I love the positive, all in attitude. Congratulations. Left the Doritos for others. <laughs> um, okay, I'm hoping you can still hear me because you are, you're frozen again. Um, the next thing I want to talk about is the, you're, you know, visiting the doctor and you talked about, you know, you're going to the doctor and this, that's the doctor's go to every single time is, you know, just go be healthy, go eat less, go eat healthier, go work out. And, you know, I think that's what the living method does really well. It's kind of like this 
how do you leave that doctor's office and do something about your health and wellness 101? And so I just wondering, uh, did we lose him again? Is this Jody? Jody's coming back down. <laughs> I'm going to show, I'm going to show Jody. That's say hi, Jody. Jody, <laughs> Jody's producing this out from behind the scenes today. We just, um, we had Sherry Perez come and join us. Um, you may, speaking of community, uh, Sherry Perez, she's amazing. If you sort of follow us on socials, she is, uh, she's, she's a, a Libby loser herself. She's also a fitness expert and we were just shooting some super fun videos. So we had her here. We had the whole team here. Were you giving me the thumbs up? Oh, he's back. Well, get him back on. Jeez, I'm just filling time here. Anyway. <laughs> uh, I, I swear I'm not going to name the internet company, but I hate them with a passion. <laughs> just talking about what a positive you guy, guy you are. I hate them. I can't stand them. Um, Jason, <laughs> let's talk about your, you know, you have diabetes. Let's talk about, um, you, you know, you're talking about, um, he's frozen ants. So you might want to stick around. Um, you have diabetes, you're talking about obviously like, and, and I'm not going to allow you to say that you, you weren't a great, you know, you, you didn't manage well, because I think it's hard. There's so many diet, you know, diet Cokes and diet options and, you know, really lack of sort of whole foods, that whole conversation. Same thing. If you're a diabetic, you know, you have diabetes, your doctor says, go eat healthier, go exercise. I, I think it's still confusing just because you have diabetes doesn't mean that you know what you need to do. So what was the conversation with your doctor? How is it, has you, has it changed now? Like what's, what's that conversation like? It must feel good. Oh, it feels fantastic. Like for years I was going in there dreading coming back out because it was yeah. always like, yeah, you know what? Your weight is about the same or you're up a pound or two. No big deal. And I'm, I thought I was trying. Okay. But really I wasn't. And he'd always say, okay, eat this, eat this, don't eat this. Um, no bread, no carbs, no pasta, no rice. Uh, no, hold on. Sorry. Get out of there. Hello? Oh, Hello, sorry, I'm here. That? <laughs> yeah, that's a cat in the somebody? background there. Yeah, no, my <laughs> internet is... There we go, there we go. Sorry, yeah, yeah. The cat jumped up on my lap. It's like, not right now, sorry. Um, yeah, and it was... Yeah, he was basically telling me, cut out all these things. And I'm like, well, that's half my diet. That's half of what I eat, right? So I yeah. didn't really try. I didn't really try. And then when I started doing this, I'm like, I'm not, I haven't seen him in a while. Like I saw him in October and then I went back halfway through the first session and I went in there knowing, hey, I'm down 15 or 20 pounds. I'm good here, right? And he said, okay, jump up on the scale. And he, you know, bored look on his face. And I went up and I, I set the scale myself. And I can't, I can't remember what the weight was, but I'm like, this is what I should be today. And he's like, nope, you're about five pounds above that. And I'm like, no, this is what I was this morning. And then it's like, well, okay, I've got clothes on. I've got my boots on. I've got blah, blah, blah. And I, he's like, you know what? Take this as a win. Like, I've never seen you at this weight. This is a good thing. He said, what are you doing? And I explained it to him. He's like, oh, so you're basically doing what I told you. And I'm like, yeah, but with a better twist. Right. I'm like, yeah, I'm listening. I'm like, yeah, but, 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 right. I, so I explained it to him and he's like, okay. He's like, so you know what? Yeah. Your blood work came back. Great. We're cutting you off one of these pills and keep going and keep going. And maybe we'll get you off more. I'm like, okay, sure. And then I went in this time and uh, just uh, about a month ago now I went in and the first thing he said, he said, whatever you're doing, keep doing it. Let's see your weight. Saw my weight down again. And he said, you know what? Another pill's coming off. And he said, if you keep wow. doing this way, he said, you keep doing this way. He said, we're going to cut you off the third one. I still have another, another diabetic one. Um, yeah. He said, he said, and, and do you feel faint or do you? And I'm like, eh, sometimes he's like, okay, I'm now concerned about you having low blood sugar. And I'm also concerned mm. about your blood pressure because your blood pressure is coming down. He said, okay. And he's being smart about it. He's saying next time he said, we'll look at tackling something else. He said, keep doing what you're doing. It's great. He said, so, and that was my why right from the start. I want to get off these pills. I want to get healthier. Yeah. I want to lose weight, but I'm tired of putting a, a fistful of pills in my mouth every day for, for yeah. status quo. Yeah. Yeah. You know, what working. I love about your doctor, 
Yeah, well, and, and it's working. I love what your doctor is sort of like um, realistic and the slower approach because any big change in the body is stressful on the body. And you even blood pressure, you're, you're ta- if you're taking blood pressure medications because your heart, you're trying to prevent the growth of your heart to sustain the size of your body and high blood pressure. So you think it's just so easy, like when you lose weight and get off when, you know, there's, you have to do it very mindfully and help the body adjust to the weight that you've lost. So I love that. What's your, what's your, if you were to, the, you know, describe the benefit of the program to someone else. What would you say? Energy, the food list on like what I can eat and what I get to eat is awesome. Mm. I make a better chicken strip than I can ever buy at a store. Yeah. Um, get, get some flat, get some flaxseed on there instead of like the, the crappy breading, which you have no idea what it is. Everything I'm putting into my body, I know what it is. And basically, um, I don't know, the energy and, and and the food. It's like I, I never thought I was going to be able to eat this much, right, as often as I do. But I do, and it's yeah. like, you know what? Fruit's back on my diet again. I, I wasn't allowed to eat fruit as a diabetic, and now I'm eating fruit all the time. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, 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 I love your energy. I think you have great energy. Do you feel like kind of the energy that you are putting out is matching your personality? Cause I, you just seem like a super fun, energetic guy. I think so. Yeah. I, I, I learned a, a while ago that you basically get out what you put in. Yeah. So I'm like, you know what? Go into this. Yeah. Raise it. I like go into this full force and full force will come back. And I learned I learned that the second time around on the second round because I, I allowed a few cheats here and there. I hit a wall where I'm I hit fatigue. I hit the wall where okay. I'm like, okay, you know what? I'm done with this. I'm tired, but I'm not going to give yeah. up. I was on vacation, and when I came back from vacation, and I, and, I, and I did well on vacation. I I I had the bits and bites, but I also ate as close as I could. And then when I came back from vacation, I had a week where it was a little bit harder to get back on track. And I allowed, I allowed the, the snack here and there. And then I realized I'm mindlessly eating snacks again. Stop it. Yeah. So I did. Okay. I took it the next morning. I got up the next morning and I'm like, okay, back at it full force. And the scale's working again. The energy's back again. And I feel way better again. And you're back at it. Um, tips, I'm mindful of our time and our internet connection. I'm going to just like, you know, the fact that it's good, I'm going to go with it. Um, tips for members following, especially our new members. Tips tips for them, tips for success. Stick to it. If you fail, everyone has a misstep. If you have that misstep, lean into it, embrace it, and think about it and why you had that misstep. Don't beat yourself up over for over it and just realize next time, hey, last time I did this, I felt like this the next day. Because I gotta say, you know what? Food hangovers are real. Yeah. If you get it was like I, I one one day in between the, the, the two weeks, I went out and I had I had a pizza. I had a pizza. And the next day at work, I was dragging my butt and I felt lethargic and I felt like crap. And I couldn't figure out why. Figure out why. And that's exactly what it was. It was the food hangover. So I made it. And the next time, no. You know, I love about your tip. It's not like do this, do that. It's that awareness. You know, it's it's that it's that that's kind of next level of of awareness. You know, how did you like? Is this always who you are? Are you that kind of like just self aware, or is this something that you've kind of like just been learning to do? I grew into it. It, it, like for a while there, I'd see myself in the mirror and I'd be like, ah, yeah, not today. I'm not doing anything about it today. I feel the way I feel. And I look the way I look, whatever. And I, that, that was me for about five years. And then something, I, I was at my niece's wedding actually. And I saw pictures afterward and I said, no, 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 no. That's not me. I, I, that's not me. I, I don't look like that. I can't look like that. And my before picture is from the wedding. From the wedding. And I said, no, 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 no. I'm, I, I got to change something. Yeah. And then you just been showing up day by day doing it. Absolutely. A hundred percent. Well, so maybe not a hundred percent. 
Well, I know. So your new goal is 30 more pounds. Is that what you're going for? Uh, a little bit more. Yeah, roughly. Right now I'm at 42.8. I, I've only lost oh, 6.7. I've only lost 6.7 this round, but I, I know I hit a plateau there for a while. And after listening to you many a time, the plateau is a good thing. And I still feel the energy and I still feel good. And it's like, you know what? I, I'm going to get there. I'm going to get there. It took me 50 years to get here. It, if it takes me a year to get where I want to get, I'm good with that. I love that. And I have absolutely no doubt that you're going to get there. In fact, like I'm going to be checking up on you. Uh, make sure you check into the group and, and be part of our amazing community. We do have to get going, but I, I, you know, I'm just always so grateful of our guest. I think it's so important that people hear real people and real journeys and real shares. And I'm just, um, everyone's talking about your positivity and your energy and all of that. And I just thank you for sharing that with us today. Honestly. Thank you for having me on. It's been an honor. Okay. I'm just, I'm going to, we're going to go off. I'm going to end it. Hang on for a few minutes so the team can make sure they get your recording and I'll see you in a sec. Thanks so much. Absolutely. Thank you.